And uh, Eric Heff, their color analyst, has been a friend of the show for many years, and he joins us live now. Good morning, Mr. Heft. How are you today, sir? Well, I'm up. I mean, that's a pretty good start. Every day you get up is a good day, isn't it? It's better than the alternative. That is yes. exactly right. I'm looking forward to seeing you tonight. But how's the season been for the Cyclones? Are? Give us the 30,000-foot analysis of this Iowa State <laughs> basketball season. Well, it's been good. Uh, you know, they've played really well, except for, you know, one game. The game at, in Iowa City was like... Uh, Hate to play your arch rival and not play well. And not re- first time really I can remember Iowa State didn't seem to be ready to go and compete, and Iowa State got out tough by a team that's not known for its its toughness. So that was bad. Other than that, I mean, you go out to Portland and you and you knock off then number one. I know uh, North Carolina is not that good, but still it was a great win for Iowa State after beating Villanova the day before. Uh, they've played really well, had a good game against Baylor. You know, if, if you remember last year's Iowa State team, a lot of similarities uh, in terms of really built around its defense. And and I think they may even be better defensively uh, than they were a year ago. The big difference for Iowa State is lately they've been making shots. If Iowa State's making shots, well, they're pretty hard to beat. When they're not making shots, man, it's a dogfight and a scrum. Are you surprised at this team last year? I mean, they they lost their two big guns. You know, Brockington and Hunter are gone uh, from a year ago, and yet, it like you said, it looks like maybe they're better. So has this team surprised you? You know, TJ just doesn't surprise me. I mean, I've known him for a long time, for almost 20 years. You know, I know he's just been our second year as head coach, but I just knew he was going to be able to – put together a roster that that's going to be competitive. And he's got these guys playing really hard. We only have four guys back from last year, but all key pieces. So uh, I just think uh, we've got the right guy at the helm. We've got a top 10 recruiting class coming in and a couple of huge commits for 24 already as well. So really, really like the job he's doing. Hey, you know, a couple of guys he brought in, you saw last year, you know, yeah. couple, the, the two St. Bonaventure guys. Not real I, happy about it. Yeah, we're not real happy that hey, they came in here and kicked us, ended our season last year. Yeah, and a couple of good players, you know, but I think the biggest the biggest surprise, you know, the, uh, for Iowa State this year is probably Taman Lipsy. Uh, everybody thought he was going to be a good player, player of the year in Iowa last year at Ames High, uh, but he has to step in with the point guard role because – well, Iowa State brought in a two-year starting point guard from Temple, and he he didn't make it <laughs> until uh, September before he was out for the year with injury. So Taman, Iowa State's really leaned thin at the point guard spot, but Taman has really been terrific. Uh, his poise, uh, his strength, I mean, he's he's one of the better freshman point guards in the country. He's exactly what we had to have, and, and I didn't know if we were going to get that. Tell me about the Baylor win. Uh, New Year's Eve, Big 12 opener. Baylor's got a, a really good team, and you guys took it to them. What went well for you on Saturday? Oh, we made shot. We defended really well. Uh, and I think it was a game where we really out-toughed Baylor, and that's not always the case. I mean, they've been really good for, for a long time. Uh, but Iowa State really got after them defensively. Uh, you know, Cryer, or excuse me, uh, Cryer did not play. But Iowa State was playing without you know, Jazz Koontz, who's, you know, one of the leading scorers and leading rebounder, he's out for a month. But Iowa State played really well, 
and they made shots. Gabe Kausher, uh, Caleb Grill uh, knocked knocked down the shots. Iowa State made ten threes in the game. And that's a that's a recipe for success. Iowa State also defended Baylor and allowed. I think they made five threes and they averaged ten. So kind of flipped the script there. Uh, plus, you know, one of the things too, you just can't. It, we try not to take for granted. We had fourteen thousand three hundred people there who were just screaming their heads off to kind of lift you through a couple of uh, tough spots. And you know, Hilton Magic kind of really showed up on, on New Year's Eve. Caleb Grill, uh, I like this guy a lot. Uh, he is one of your returners from last year, but uh, not the leading scorer. But anytime you got one of those knockdown shooters, those snipers out there, I just think it adds such a dimension to a basketball team. What's his value to this Iowa State squad? You know, he's a, he's a guy that's really grown and matured as a player. He played at Iowa State for one year, then went to, he went up transferred to UNLV. Uh, to play for TJ, and then came back when TJ uh, came back. You know, he's a really good athlete. I mean, he won the state high jump in Kansas. He was the MVP of the uh, of the Shrine football game, a quarterback. He's just a good all-around athlete who's really getting his confidence level right now by far at the highest of his career. He can knock shots down. Uh, well, he had 31 against North Carolina. So made seven threes in that game. He's a guy that can make threes in bunches. Uh, once again, uh, like a lot of shooters, not always as consistent as you'd like, uh, but he gives you great effort, and I think he he loves being at Iowa State. He loves playing for TJ, his, who he actually originally committed to out of high school at South Dakota State. So he and TJ have this bond. Uh, TJ trusts him, and you know that having that sniper is a big thing. And you know, I, between uh, Caleb and Gabe Kausher, those are two guys who. May go 0 for 7 from 3. Or they might go 6 for 7. So you never really know what you're going to get from them, except you know you'll get good defense and effort. What worries you? What's, what is a perhaps a weak spot or a concern for you about this team? Well, you know, we're not a great rebounding team. Uh, we, we've, we've done okay so far, but we're, we're not real thick, big up front. Uh, you worry about the days you don't make shots, you know, and – it hasn't happened yet, so, uh, except maybe one time that when the shots haven't fall, when the shots weren't falling, it lets uh, kind of leads to the rest of your game kind of falling off. Typically, that's not the case, uh, but you can get concerned about that and the grind that we are embarking on in Big Twelve play. That you, know, you got to keep your head up. You got, I think, psychologically for all these teams in the league right now. You lose two or three games in a row, and almost every team is going to do that. Yeah. How can you rebound after that? Can you can you maintain your focus, keep keep grinding, and and do the things, uh, continue to do the things that gave you success in the non conference? I think that's going to be the psychological aspect for for all these teams is going to be maybe as big as anything. Eric Heft, color analyst, Iowa State Cyclones, Sooners, and Cyclones coming up tonight, six o'clock inside the Lloyd Noble Center. Eric, I don't know how much you've looked at this Oklahoma basketball team, but do you see, have you pinpointed something that you feel like is important tonight for Iowa State specific to this game? Well, yeah, I've watched a few of the Sooner games. I think the number one thing is Iowa State's got to make OU take tough shots. I mean, they've got to be really good defensively. 
and yet and also be willing to accept that they're going to make some of those tough shots because you're so good offensively. Uh, I I think that's going to be maybe the single biggest thing, and, and just the fact that Iowa State's going to have to compete. They got to find a way to make to make Sherfield really work hard for his shots and maybe try to wear him down over the course of the game. Uh, you know, I think, uh, I really like that, that young freshman guard uh, that's in there right now playing. I think he's at giving you guys a dimension that maybe you didn't have earlier in the season. Uh, I really like him. We've got to find a way to make him uncomfortable. I think those would be a couple of the biggest things. How's uh, John Walters doing? You taking care of him? I know he's quite the prima donna there and everything, but you guys get along okay? You know, this is 20 years for us together. Is it? Uh, yeah. Is it? So, yeah, I've, I've, I've kind of learned to tolerate him, you know. You know, that's amazing because you guys do football and basketball that's right. together. And I at least get a break from Teddy Lehman after a few games and a break from Kevin Henry, you know. But to put it up with each other for 20 years – in two sports, that is to be applauded, my friend. You, yeah. I'm sure you've had some uh, uh, days where you didn't get along along the way, but still, uh, quite a <laughs> legendary team you've become up there in Ames, Iowa. You know, the crazy part is <clears throat> I did uh, 24 years of basketball with Pete Taylor before that. So he's the only oh. two guys I've – this is my 44th year. You are year. old, Eric. Dude, you're telling me. <laughs> I woke up this morning, looked in the mirror, and said, "What happened to you? What happened to you?" Oh my gosh, that's great, uh, Eric. Thanks, buddy. I'll see you at the arena tonight. We appreciate it. All right, look forward to seeing you, Tobe.